and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. We're joined again by Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. You can find her on Twitter at Rachel underscore reviews and uh, online at her website, rachelsreviews.net. We saw Men, the new Alex Garland film. Ashley, tell us about it. (laughs) I will do my best. So this movie stars uh, Jessie Buckley. She is a young woman who has recently lost her husband. Um, in a very tragic way. And she's quite anguished about it. She's grieving. Um, she decides to escape London and rent a country house um, in the English countryside. And it's a kind of idyllic location in a beautiful house. She's just trying to escape. And um, she, as she begins exploring the countryside around her and the village... Um, she begins to experience some very unsettling things. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get into it too much, but um, we used to say there's some unusual people and unusual events, and it just just keeps getting weirder and more unsettling as the story unfolds. So, Rachel, what did you think of Men? I did not like this movie at all. It's the kind of art house pretentious, annoying movie that just rubs me the wrong way. I think what especially annoyed me about it is that it didn't seem to actually have anything interesting to say. It certainly wasn't scary. And so I just felt like, why am I being put through this miserable experience for nothing? It didn't, it didn't have anything interesting to say about men or toxic masculinity or abuse or women or anything I, you know, and they, and, and I just kept groaning louder. And honestly, the ending, I think if I wasn't a professional critic and I wasn't at a screening, I would have left. It was so stupid. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a kind of a Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde movie in a way. Um, it, it, it is one type of movie for a while, and then it becomes another type there toward the end. Everyone, before I saw this movie, every review I read or saw always talked about how, you know, it's really good, and then there's that ending. And I went, so I went in with my guard up, all right? And I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm prepared. And yet, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, boy, did this just not work for me ultimately um you're right rachel i mean i it's obviously about toxic masculinity it's obviously trying to say some things um but it doesn't say anything really new and it's not all that it even says anything i mean it's it's saying that i guess that toxic masculinity births toxic masculinity and that basically all men are terrible and that they're manipulative and they're abusive. And it's gone all the way back since literally Adam. And I don't know. I'm just like, that's ridiculous. It's a stupid message. And so uh, I mean, I feel like if you're going to comment on half the human race, you better have something more interesting to say than that. Yeah, I agree. I think that is what he's trying to say, and it's it's pretty dumb. And yeah. <laughs> and this is, and it's such a a gruesome and stupid way to make that point. Now, to say to say something positive, the first two thirds of this movie 
I quite liked. I like, you know, you said anything in the English countryside in an English village, and I'm going to be kind of on board. Um, but I thought it did a really good job of, of creating this very unsettling mood. And also, it did a good job of, and Jesse Buckley did a good job of depicting this grief and this anguish that she was experiencing. I, I remember thinking at one time, there's so much sadness in this movie. And I just thought that was, that was done well. Um, I love Jesse Buckley. She's so good. Uh, right. I, I, yeah, I was a huge fan of Wild Rose. Kind of got me on the Jesse Buckley uh, uh, fan bandwagon. Um, and she, she does everything that's asked of her in this to the best of her abilities. It's definitely not her fault, that's for sure. Yeah, and I, I loved her in it. And I also liked some of the kind of folklore imagery, like, you know, the, the green man of, of English folklore plays a part. And there's, I don't know, I kind of, I dug that for a while. Um, but then the movie, it just kind of goes off the rails. And you're right, it's, it's obviously trying to make a point, not a very interesting one, and ends up kind of a mess. Yeah, I think that Promise Young Woman is an interesting counter uh, to this movie because Promise Young Woman has a similar overall point, but they they actually have something to say with it about how we treat victims and how uh, and and just campus culture and everybody's pretty toxic. She's toxic, certainly. She's an unreliable narrator. She isn't. Uh, a good person. We're not supposed to emulate her or admire her. Uh, and, uh, and she's because of her life experience, she's become this toxic person that, you know, that hates all men and thinks they're all terrible. And, and we understand that because of her experience. Um, I don't know. I just think that movie does a way better job of making most of the points that this does, uh, and actually being interesting and, and funny and creative. And, and, uh, so, yeah. No, I, so I will, like Ashley, I like the first two thirds of this movie. Um, I should mention the cinematographer is uh, Rob Hardy. So several of the shots of this are framed really well um, and, and kind of help create or increase the tension in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, very, the, the word I would use for this movie is unsettling. It's very unsettling. It, it, it's evocative of uh, just creepy vibes and the mood. <laughs> We haven't even mentioned, I think, Rory Kinnear, who um, plays multiple parts. He plays all, um, except for her late husband, who we see in flashbacks. I think he plays all the men in this movie, at least in the village. And there's the rub. Like, I also say, I love Jesse Buckley. Um, she's great in this. I, I liked her in I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Um, but she doesn't have a lot to work with here. And here, I think, is the irony of this movie, which is written and directed by Alex Garland, who obviously is a man, who's trying to write about, I guess, toxic masculinity. And, you know, men are bad. And <laughs> men have all these these issues and stuff. And yet, his female character is pretty much, except for a couple of moments in the movie, is victimized throughout this entire film. Mm-hmm. And is almost always reactive. Um, Rory Kinnear actually is meanwhile like running away with this, with the movie. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he gets to play all these different characters. He's, he's kind of your focal point. Here's the thing. We don't know anything about Jesse Buckley's character except 
her, except that her husband died and she's grieving. Her character in this movie is defined by a man. And, and, yeah. and there is one scene where she is on the phone or whatever, trying to conduct some kind of business. But one, uh, I can't tell you what that business was because it, the scene is very quick. And two, it, you're distracted because Rory Kinnear is in the background. I won't say what's going on, <laughs> but it's super distracting. So I wasn't even paying attention to her phone call. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I said in my review, I said, we don't really get to know her well and only have minimal backstory insights into her character. She's a classic case of someone who doesn't act, but is acted upon within the story. Yes. So I think that's true. She's not like a, in where there's again, as if you were going to use promising young women, like that character, the Carrie Mulligan character acts she makes choices and they're sometimes really toxic choices but it makes you interested in her character and what she's doing Mm -hmm. and i won't you know we won't get into spoilers about the last third but it's completely in you know bonkers and i don't know you can i guess meld a couple of different types of genres in here you can do a crazy out there movie and you can also do a more straightforward kind of unsettling mystery and you can blend them, I guess it's not done well in this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would kind of be like, imagine Agatha Christie wrote death on the Nile and midway through it just got all psychedelic and <laughs> you never found out who killed, uh, you know, who the killer was and why they did it or anything. It just kind yeah. of went off on a tangent. I mean, that's not satisfying. That's not, I mean, I'm going yeah, to go out, I'm going to go as far as to say, that's not good writing, but sorry, go ahead. Rachel. Yeah. No, I mean, I just think sometimes people treat movies like this a little too precious. And I don't know if it's just because I have been uh, going to Sundance now for seven years since I've seen so many terrible art house movies that I, I don't treat them with kids gloves anymore. You know, that everybody works hard in movies, whether it's a traditional narrative or a art house, uh, you know, edgy narrative, still has to be a good story. It still has to have good characters. It's still, you know, and so just because it looks pretty, that's not an excuse in my books. Yeah. And we were, we talked a little bit afterwards. I, I almost wish this movie didn't have, or didn't try to have a point <laughs> for, for me. It's okay. If a movie exists just to create a mood or to be creepy yeah. or to be scary. Oh yeah. Um, and you don't have to have a, you know, a message. And I, I just wish this movie is obviously trying to have a message and it. it's just not done well. And we talked a lot, in contrast, we talked a lot about a, a Get Out, which is a horror film that has a message, but does it so yeah. much better. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it, this, it's just a shame because on a technical level, I think this movie is, is, is good. I mean, it looks good. I thought the set, there's some sound design that's pretty interesting. Um, the special effects are, are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it just kind of doesn't work. No, I will say, so, and I think you're referencing actually a conversation we had with a, f- a friend we saw it with yeah. after the movie last night. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about Get Out with this because Get Out uh, works on two levels and the levels didn't really conflict with each other, in my opinion. It worked out as a, a kind of like a horror or thriller film. Uh, and it worked as sort of a head kind of something to say about, you know, racism or, or prejudice. And you could, you could see the wheel, you could see the wheels turning on both levels, but they didn't con- conflict with each other. 
And mm-hmm. I think if you just wanted to watch it as a straight thriller horror film, it works on that level. Yeah. yeah this this one another, doesn't. <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> I think another good example is would be Parasite. I think Parasite, it it has things to say about class and, and the way we treat people and things. But then it it's also just a really entertaining thriller, but also has comedic moments. I could try. It does all these things, but it does it well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's a shame. Um, I, I the first half or two thirds of this movie, I really was wanting to see where it went, even though it was a little heavy handed. I mean, this title. Oh, I hate the title. Is so <laughs> on the nose. I mean, it would be like so. Just imagine. So instead of Get Out being called Get Out, imagine if it was called Racists, <laughs> or if Parasite wasn't right. called Parasite, it was called Class. I mean. <laughs> It's like, okay, you know. Um, any final thoughts on men before we, we wrap it up, Rachel? I just can't think of when I've been more annoyed by a movie. I just found it so irritating. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know there will be people who will think it's brilliant but uh, because it looks pretty, but I just, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. Not for me. <laughs> what do you give it out of 10? <laughs> Two. <laughs> Ashley, I'm going to give it a six. Okay, I'm going to give it a four. So our score is a four. <laughs> uh, it is on the tomato meter. It has, of course, certified fresh critic rating of seventy six percent. Audience rating is a fifty four percent. It's actually higher than it's, I would thought. Yeah, it's higher than I thought it would be. <laughs> well, I think, I guess, in fairness, it, the audience that is going to go to this movie are probably going to be more inclined. Like you're not going to get your everyday movie goer. That's going to be like, Oh, I'll go see men today. <laughs> um, and uh, so I think that's probably why the people who actually do go see it are more inclined to like it, but even they, for the most part, didn't like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, Rachel. It's always good to have you on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Oh!